Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. It is September 20th, 2019. Steve, how are you doing? Hey, that makes it a Friday, doesn't it? It does make it a Friday. Ooh. Last week was Friday the 13th, <gasps> and now we are removed from that. But you know what today is? What is today? Come on, you know what it is. Rusev Day? <laughs> I think that's done. Oh. Um, it's my brother's birthday. Hey, happy birthday, new moon. woo <laughs> If I could play your theme song, I would. If only. But it is my brother's birthday, celebrated last night, but you're not here to listen to that. You are here. Should we, should we pause here just so later on in post I'll put the music in? <laughs> pause. 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 That was awesome. That was awesome. That was great. What a great song. All right, yeah. so uh, we got a Clash of Champions pay-per-view to talk about. It was, uh, it was a show. Was it? <laughs> it was a show, yeah. I wasn't there. Wasn't, uh, no, it was Charlotte. I don't know how many people were there, but it wasn't, um, you know, not the best built show. At least I didn't think so, and it kind of lived up to that or down to that, whichever way you want to look at it. I mean, you know, they're they're... They're trying to just toss all these, you know, shows in our face. It's like not everyone can be a winner, right? Not everybody can be. And we're going to start with the kickoff show. And it was uh, Drew Gulak. There you go. Very nice. Drew Gulak uh, retained his Cruiserweight Championship in a triple threat match. Can you name the other two competitors? I didn't watch. (laughs) See, uh, a little disclaimer for our, our audience in the one guy in Portugal. Was it Portugal? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, hi, Portugal. We from, love Portugal. It's beautiful. I've heard it's gorgeous over there. It is. Anyways, um, I was not able to watch because my lovely wife, uh, we had to go to the ER. She had a severe flare-up of chronic tendinitis, and we had to tend to that. So my whole weekend was focused on her. So I'm just kind of following you. As it should, family comes first. But Drew Gulak retained his uh, Cruiserweight Championship in a triple threat match. This was, was Tony Neeson? He was not. Oh, okay. This was uh, during the kickoff show, which, as most people know by now, I usually either have on or kind of in the background or whatever. I'm coming back from work usually around this time. Right. But anyways, um, not a whole lot to this, but uh, 205 Live, um, I think, same with NXT UK, has Mm -hmm. slowly morphed into NXT. And this past Wednesday, we're going to fast forward a little bit, but uh, there was a number one contenders match on NXT for the Cruiserweight Championship. So it's almost as if... On our debut show, even. On USA, which we'll get to, but I'm just saying it does seem like they recognize, like, hey, many people, you know, aren't really following it or care, so let's just put it on a program that people do care about. Right, right. It actually seems like more people pay attention to UK than 205 Live, which... What yeah. Does that say about the well, two hundred five live has not had a live takeover. Yeah, that's NXT true. NXT UK has, so maybe that's a sign. I mean, we did have the cruiserweight classic, but yeah, what happened? Which there? was awesome, by the way. And the I winner, it. and the winner, by the way, did not even get on the Raw debut days later. Yeah, TJ Perkins, and uh, he's not even with Manic. the company anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Manic, and now he's back. And, and now is he back there? I think so. Oh boy, um, is he manic depressed? I don't know what he is, but uh, we are moving on to AJ Styles on the wait, kickoff wait, wait. show. No, no, back he, up. No, back up. Back up. Who did he oh. <laughs> retain against? I'm, I got to answer these questions. It was Lince Dorado and Humberto Carrito. Humberto. Carrito. So, so LD and HC. There you go. Right on. I can just call him that. Um, well, that had to have been an awesome match. He got a grappler technician in Drew Gulak and then two luchadors. It was 10 minutes, so... 
Um, we had AJ Styles then. Okay. Rare uh, kickoff show for him. Yeah, that's uh, very uh, rare. Maybe that was a sign of how the show would go. But in a little over four minutes, uh, retained over Cedric. destroyed Cedric Alexander. Yeah, and did so the next night too. Yeah. Um, now, I wasn't able to watch, but I did read all the results. And this, this kind of mystified me. I mean, this has like big match written all over it. Cedric Alexander's an amazing performer. AJ Styles, well, I mean, he doesn't need any, you know, <laughs> uh, bump up in credentials. We all know what he's done. Phenomenal. So, I mean, why is this on the kickoff? Yeah, this is why I kind of laughed when it was like, oh, Heyman's behind Ricochet. Well, yeah, right. he was involved in the pregnancy crap, and now Cedric got yeah, demolished two that? nights in a row. So I don't know what he's doing. But How did this Ricochet is, get involved with that? I don't know, but it was over within a minute, so I hope that was the one time and now he's no longer involved with Titus O'Neil. And I did see uh, likes of Heath Slater. And all uh, Casey Catanzaro tweeted out, uh, <laughs> yeah. you best quit telling lies about my man or I'll have to show up and do yeah. something about it. And I read that and I'm like, yeah, but you're back. <laughs> Casey and Ricochet, who kind of denied that Casey was leaving, and now Casey still has not been at the Performance Center. So something's well, I, going she on. She quit. Well, they kind of came, came out and, you know, didn't really, they said no, but, you know, she's yeah, not she there. Quit. So <laughs> there's she, always a denial for something. She asked for her release and they gave it to her because they know that she can't really work anywhere else. Well, we'll see about that. But oh that's, boy. that story is developing. AEW? No, no. She's, MLW. MLW, no. USWA. <laughs> WWC, is that still a thing? Um, I don't think Down so. Down in Puerto Rico? Is it? Oh, it probably is. But anyways, Carlos uh, surprised you didn't say Lucha Underground. I was getting there. You were getting there. You didn't give me enough, then AAA? Running down the list. UF, UWF out of California? <laughs> yeah. We started the uh, main show with uh, the tag team championship. It was Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler defeating South Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, not... I don't know if it was a surprise or not, but Braun, the big lug, kind of got in the way and distracted him. And actually, Seth Rollins took the pinfall. I did catch that uh, in some replays and stuff. Yeah, Rude ended up pinning him. That was the reason for the next night, Rude versus Rollins. That's ah, why the match, that's why okay. it happened. So Rude pinned the Universal Champion, so he was yapping about he should now be in the mix. But anyways, um, what do you think of Ziggler and Rude as a tag team? Is this a short-term thing like Rollins and Braun, or is this like actually going to stick? Well, if it's a short-term thing, they're definitely you know putting a big spotlight on them for such a short time. Um, if it does stick, I, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, know? I mean, it did kind of come out of nowhere, and Braun did kind of do what he did to him, like the revival the next night just kind of demolished him. But right, um, I'm actually you know I'm a fan of both guys. I mean, they can be in the right spots. It's fine. I don't know if a tag team's the right spot, but Rude tends to kind of be a better tag team wrestler. Yeah, it does seem that way. And if that's the way they want him on TV, it's certainly better than chasing around the 24-7 time. Absolutely. And, you know, you got a guy like Dolph Ziggler who's renowned for just putting on phenomenal matches. And then you got Bobby Roode, I'm sorry, Robert Roode, who also can put on awesome matches. At um, least Roode got rid of the mustache. Yeah, right. That but lasted a week. I think... Uh, you know, if they can get some tandem moves going and actually form some, like, if they give them a chance to work as a team and they put effort into being a team, I think they have some really bright future going on there. I agree with that, but we Almost had a... Rockers-ish, even. Yeah, we had a title change right off the bat. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. I mean, it makes sense. You got to... The, the, they're going head-to-head later on in the evening. I actually thought that they were going to do those two matches, like, back-to-back. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, yeah, kind of, they did that with uh, Seth Rollins when he had to defend the U.S. title and the world title. Rollins again, double champ. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, Braun and Rollins obviously weren't going to hold the tag titles very long. Right. So, you know, it was going to happen eventually, so I'm fine with this. So up next we had Bailey retaining over Charlotte in about three and a half minutes and not yeah. a whole lot to this. Charlotte, obviously the show was in Charlotte. Right. So um, she had to lose because well, that's the thing. Cedric is also from Charlotte. So he had to lose. <laughs> but the Revival. Was, was it any of their birthdays? <laughs> but the Revival are from there <laughs> and they won. So, again, I don't buy into no, the. It's, it's not. But was it any of their birthdays? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know birthdays. I buy into that one. I only know my brother's birthday. <laughs> you lose on your birthday and you lose in your hometown. That That's the rules. I don't. Everything else is just made up. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> not a whole lot to this. Kind of disappointing. I get it. Bailey's, you know, a new character, attitude, all this thing. But right. I think these two could have actually had a match. Oh, yeah. They've had matches. And I almost wonder if, like, Bailey won almost, like, so people would kind of, like, forget Charlotte lost. I know it makes it weird, but, like, the longer it went, like, I don't know. It's just weird how it just pinned done over, like, almost as if they wanted to get through this match. How was the crowd? Were they into Charlotte? Yeah, and in I think... Yeah, I think, I mean, the next night kind of confirmed it when she saved Becky, but it almost right. does seem like Charlotte's a face again, which I'm not sure is the right move. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she does do both well, but she's definitely more believable and more, you know, yeah. as a heel. When she's showing that flair of hers. <sighs> so up next, we had another another tag team title change, The Revival. Yeah. Thankfully, defeated. Oh <laughs> what? <sighs> I wasn't finished. Yeah, you, yeah, you were. They, totally finished. They thankfully. You've been finished for a couple of years now. <laughs> I never started. <laughs> they defeated the New Day. Yeah. And this worked well because Xavier and Biggie were banged up. Xavier right. was. And, you Just know, got that knee brace going on. They had a quote unquote out for when they lost. Right. So Revival attacked it and used it to their advantage, and in 10 minutes we're new tag champs. Yeah, it just plays into my theory and to my prediction that they're going for giving the New Day the most amount of title reigns to top the demolition or uh, I think, um, uh, who was it? R-Truth. Uh, by the way, EC3 won the 24-7 title. What? When? Um, in the Philippines, like a few hours ago, I think. What? And then R-Truth won it back. Wait, him. wait. Did R-Truth won it back. I didn't even know that Kane lost it. Yeah, our truth rolled them up like five minutes after. Oh, that really? Segment. Yeah, I see. It. See where? And I then am? that's when they hugged, and they were like, "Let's just enjoy Raw." And then they showed him arriving at the arena, and then Kane was there <sighs> for the ending. Yeah, so they were buddies. Yeah, he met he met a good friend of ours. Yes, <laughs> yes, he did. So, um, yeah, EC three now a two time champ, by the way. Uh, won it, and then our truth won it right back. So our truth is now a seventeen. Seventeen. He beat Flair's record. Wow! So. <laughs> but we're not considering this a world title. So. I I don't even know if we're considering it a title. <laughs> I mean, I had, he's got a belt, so it's a title. I mean, I guess I have a belt too. So, anyways, um, so do I. Re- <laughs> I meant around my waist. It's still there. Checks, pants are on. Okay. Yep. So Hand check. <laughs> so revival, new champs. Um, this yeah. is, I think, done almost to kind of give hope for Orton later in the night. Yeah. Because revival then cut a promo and said, "We're not done yet. Orton's going to win later." Right. Right. Obviously, it wasn't. But uh, what do you think of revival as tag champs again? I, I really like the revival. I always have. They're a great heel team. Um, I really like the old school tandem tactics that they use. I, I think that they need to be in that main. They always need to be in the convert title conversation, uh, no matter what they're doing. But um, 
I'm curious uh, now, Are do we know, are they sticking around? Have they... Well, their contracts, I guess, are apparently up in spring 2020. Okay. So it gave them a year. So yep. like the club, they kind of had to get going with them and right. putting them on TV because I think theirs was September or something. So right, that was right, kind of right. rushed. But it's funny you mentioned that because it's like, oh, Revival won out. They've won, I think, the titles two or three times in the past. Since, yeah. Oh, Sasha has her little whatever. Yeah. Now she's going to be in a... Inside the cell, main event women's title match. Oh, Luke Harper's at home. Well, now he's going to be feuding with Roman Reigns and potentially Daniel Bryan in a huge feud. And oh, Leo Rush, by the way. Yeah, now he's the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. So, so I guess that's the trick. So basically, you complain, you whine, you throw yourself on the floor, kick and scream, <laughs> and then you get on TV. By the way, the Sasha uh, documentary on yeah. WWE Network was very... <laughs> what? Documentary. Documentary. You, you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Documentary. There you go. Well, anyways, the documentary was very good on. <laughs> it was very good on the network. She. Yeah. I mean, they kind of spoofed it up for, her and you know, it was their production, so she got to tell her story. But you know, never outright denied anything. It was just, you know, I wanted to go home, and you know, she was burned out after so long. Like I she, mean, she was going for a long time. She, I think she said in seven years she hadn't even heard her name or something like that. It's like yeah. her oh, name's her, Mercedes. Yeah. And right. When someone finally called her that after a few months of being gone, it was like the greatest moment for her. So, you know. She still hasn't successfully defended a title. <laughs> I thought she did once. Maybe in NXT. But was... on the main roster, I honestly, I can't I mean, remember. even Bailey and Sasha lost it at Mania after winning it at the Chamber. Right. I think they defended it once. Oh, they oh they beat um, Jackson Tamina at Fastlane. I'm okay, pretty sure. Okay, but singles you know, title. That's not saying much. But. Right, singles <laughs> title. Every time she gets it, first defense gone. Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, well, we'll get to the match, but you know the rematch inside the cell with her. That's gonna be an interesting call on who they eventually go with. But anyways, um, oh man, you think they're gonna talk? What do you think she's thinking? Because they, uh, I remember, there's always reports of Vince having to talk her. From Talker out of doing well, something. The story goes that when her and Charlotte were inside the cell yes. a few years ago, um, Charlotte wanted a moonsault off the top of the cell, and they talked her out. Yeah, of Yeah, that's what it was. It was. was I, I think Sasha wanted Charlotte to because I remember uh, Vince yeah. having to actually sit down and talk to Sasha is what I read. And we love Charlotte, but her moonsaults um, aren't always the best from the top rope. How she kind of lands on her feet first. Oh and yeah, then does it? I, I don't know. It's yeah. very noticeable. You imagine? Oh. Yeah, that might be a bad landing, but speaking... I'm really uh, glad they talked her out of that. Yeah, speaking of the Women's Tag Team Championships, we had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross over Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Not a whole lot to this. Yeah, we kind of called that last week that, um, you know, this is just there to be there. It was just filler and honestly yeah. not a whole lot to it. But anyways, Shinsuke Nakamura still... And I'm, wait, I'm sure that, you know, Corey Graves went nuts when Mandy Rose appeared on TV. <laughs> He did. And yeah, Alexa. I, I like he Corey, likes Bliss, too. Right. I, I like Corey Graves. I really like his announcing, but he gets over the top. Just Well, the did you see the announce team rumor? Yeah, they're they're changing a lot of stuff up. I know The new that, Raw guys are going to be Vic Joseph. Dude from 205 And Live. then Dio somewhere, Dio Madden. Or this, I don't oh, really? Know. I didn't hear that. So Raw might be completely different. And then I'm guessing SmackDown would be, what, probably Cole and Corey Graves? I don't and know. And where's Renee in all this? Well, she's got the studio show, but so she's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but I guess there's a shakeup coming. I have no idea. Are we idea. doing away with three person commentators? Because that I, would be okay. That would be okay. I that think I mentioned fantastic. this before. I honestly don't always pay attention to commentary. <laughs> I try not to. Um, basically, Cole kind of soured me on it because <laughs> there was that whole point when he was a heel, 
and he was like had that bickering oh, with Jerry Lawler. Yes. I just every time the Miz would come on camera, I just wanted to punch Michael Cole right uh, in the throat. I Bam, remember um I want to say uh, it was from August or no, September 2010. Yeah. Um it was Edge versus Daniel Bryan on a Raw. And he kept like calling Daniel Bryan a nerd and a geek and a <laughs> And I think Miz was on commentary. And yeah. Miz kept making excuses because the night before he had lost to Brian for the U.S. title. Right. And this was right after he came back at, you know, SummerSlam and all that to battle the Nexus and all that. But anyways. Was he in the coal mine at this point? <laughs> I don't know if he was, but that was great. <laughs> and I quote. Yeah. And then um, the match is great. It's on YouTube. Edge versus Daniel Bryan. And the whole match goal is just ripping on him. Yeah. And Lawler's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he beat the Miz last night. And then. His music hits, you know, and then Miz is like, what is this? And then Cole's just laughing, like, what is this, Star Wars, Star Trek? And it was just like, I don't know, I found it entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> just ripping on Brian the that, whole match. Uh, that whole attitude just drove me nuts on the commentary. I wanted to throat punch Michael Cole he's like, so bad. He's I kind of still do. <laughs> I got to watch this afterwards. But he's just like, he's a goof, he's a nerd, he's a dweeb. Yeah. And then Lawler says something, and then there's a pause, and Cole's like, he doesn't even own a TV. <laughs> like any of that matters. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I mean, I, I I can't stand Cole as as a heel, and I'm not a big fan of him as a face. I'd actually just like to see him off my TV. Yeah. There's um. I know he's done more uh, behind the scenes lately. Yeah. I think producing he's, more. I think he's kind of in Jr.'s old spot. Oh yeah, he has a you know bigger role. Than uh, yeah, by uh, EVP of talent, I think talent relations. Oh gosh, or is that somebody else? I think Maybe. that's Triple H. <laughs> that's like hiring. He's live, and... he's live events. Is it? Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, either way, he's Cole is. There. Yeah, he's in the meetings and all that stuff. Right. So. Yeah, he basically has a, lot, a big say on what goes on. It does seem like he's kind of transitioning slowly. Maybe not as much yeah. as some fans will want him out of there. But either way. Nine years overdue. Nine years. Um, Nakamura, defeated yes. Miz, still Intercontinental Champion. I can still play his theme song. Yes, great theme song with Sami Zayn around ringside yapping, which kind of gave away the finish, you know, when yeah. someone has someone right there. Did they there. give him a live mic or was he on commentary? Yeah, he was yapping around and the whole Leo Rush thing of talking. Oh. Yeah, so. Really? So he was just yapping <laughs> on the mic while they're having a match? Yeah, I think he was complaining about. Um, Didn't we learn anything from that AW guy back in the day? when Abraham he left- Washington? Yes. He was yapping about Undertaker choke slamming him and then he's still here and he had the neck brace on and I think oh my god yeah whatever not not a whole lot to this nine minutes Nakamura retains. put the mask back on Sami Zayn <laughs> bring back Generico no he'd be generic then so anyways <laughs> um, Sasha Banks yeah quote unquote defeated Becky Lynch by DQ uh, this was what I thought would happen because um, I didn't think Becky would leave because Rollins they traveled together on right, Raw yeah so that's why I'm mentioning now it'll be interesting inside the cell. Um, do they do the title change and then Sasha goes to Raw, Bailey stays SmackDown, and then Becky stays Raw with Rollins? Because I don't think Rollins is going to SmackDown. I know some people think Bray will win the title and then Rollins goes and then Sasha wins the title and then Becky goes to SmackDown. They'll both go. I mean, that could happen. I mean, they could, but they'd both lose their title and not get a rematch. I'm sure not many people would care. But, but if they're on a different show. Or does The Fiend lose and then Rollins... Re- I don't know. The whole thing with the draft and if they're actually going to stick to it. Right. You know, because that's right after the sell. So right. it's like, how are they going to do this? And then will they actually stick to it? And I don't think they'd break up Becky and Rollins. 
Boy, we got to watch this pay-per-view, don't we? I think we do. I think we definitely do. But then The Fiend def- he can't lose, you know? Not yet. I mean... So I've seen it already mentioned. I'm, like, I'm honestly a little on the fence of if he deserves to be in the spot. And not deserves. He definitely deserves to be there. But I think it's too soon to put him in a title well, match. I've seen but, that, but I will argue against that in the main event. But first, I want to give praise because Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch had about... A, it was a 20-minute match. Yeah, all over the arena. Match of the night. Not even close. This was great. Crowd was into it, and I mentioned it before, but this probably should have been the main event. I understand of how the show ended, that you wanted to end it on that image. But I thought this was my main event. This probably should have been the main event. It was the best match. And Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch had a great match. Yeah. I mean, there was chairs. There was fighting. I loved it. angry. And going into it, you know, neither one could lose. So I was like, well, this is going to be a whole blow-up. And then in the cell, they'll finally figure it out. And now I don't know who's going to win. I cannot call it. But anyways, uh, moving on, Kofi defeated mm-hmm. Randy Orton. Yep, took him right out. Uh, this was actually a tad bit longer, over 20 minutes. And, um, well, I'd ask your thoughts but <laughs> if you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to give you my thoughts, but I didn't see it. I don't think you're going to like my thoughts. Yeah, you hate Kofi. You hate no, the New Day. I no. know, I know. Who picks Kofi each month to retain? You do. Okay, well, but that's just because it doesn't seem logical for him to use it if they're going to put that much effort into a storyline. Right. And again, I know you may not remember this, but I was the one defending Kofi at my mania party where everyone was saying, yeah, he's just a mid car. Like, yeah, yeah I don't. and I don't know and if I you was remember saying, this, but nope. I called him a big star when he first debuted. And you're like, nope, no way. Nope, no way. Never going to happen. You got that one. <laughs> but anyways, I've been picking Kofi each time. And, you know, over Orton, it makes sense. Orton, I don't know. He just, this whole feud, I've liked the backstory of it, the whole stupid thing. Right. Um, but even SummerSlam and when he spent his <laughs> vacation during the buildup, yeah. didn't even show up. <laughs> I don't know. He looked like not completely out of it, but, you know, that it wasn't going to go anywhere. And sure right. enough, Kofi retained. Um, here are my thoughts on it. <laughs> Here's his thoughts. Do you want to bring it or do we need intro music? I was going to say, do you want to hit mute for this part? But I don't. Um, Go for it. Let's have some fun. All right. I'm just going to say, before we get to a topic we'll be discussing later of something that happened Tuesday night, um, I'm just going to say it's time to drop the title. <laughs> it's time for a new champion. And uh, we'll discuss that in a little bit. But up next, we have the shocker of all shocks. Please shock- tell us why is it time for a new champion. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. But uh, Rowan. Yeah. He has a pay-per-view victory hey. over Roman Reigns. And who called this one? Hey, hey we'll get yep. to that. Who said, nope, that's never going to happen. Nope, that ain't happening. Huh? Huh? I have no idea. Uh, who. Huh? I think he's sitting across from me. Huh? Huh? There's another guy in here? No. What is the lab doing over here? Well, so, we, we, what stay happens in the lab gets broadcast <laughs> to the world. <laughs> that's our new slogan. Ding. <laughs> um. Eric Rowan has a pay-per-view victory over Roman Reigns. Yes, he does. Um, because? Hold on. Before we get to that, because I think that's a whole different topic of itself. Um, before we'll get to that, I'll say the match I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, obviously, a, you know, one of those walk-around brawls where you just right. kind of brawl just around. Two big guys beating the crap um, out of each I other. I definitely did not see Rowan winning, minus Daniel Bryan interfering. Right. But we did not get Daniel Bryan. No, we did not. We got somebody else. You want to take it from here? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I read it, and I, this actually I went back on your advice and did watch the more or less the whole match, but definitely the big part because, as I called it last week, Luke Harper returned to start up a thing with Eric Rowan to 
do a whole shebang against uh, Roman Reigns. Yes, another point for you. Um, that's um, I got two. <laughs> Kofi, it's they're they're eleven years apart, but Kofi, Luke Harper, <laughs> eleven years for a point. <laughs> you know, hey, no, you you got this one. Um, I'm all for uh, Luke Harper being back. We know about him. You I'm can see he's, he's in better shape. Yeah, everything looks good. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers was they not. Were, uh, not very good. <laughs> I, I I I disagree. I think that they were very imposing, and they had you know had they been given a longer run, we would have seen the damage that they could have done. I don't think they were really given the chance or the creative drive. Yeah, to, it, it was. It wasn't the talent. It was right. the um. How do I say it? the writing, the gimmick, the, yeah. the the outfits or whatever. The whole I like mallets. the hammer. I like really? the hammer. Yeah. Well, I I like Thor. So it reminded me of oh Thor's awesome. Right. So nothing against Thor. Real quick. Uh, so Thor tosses his hammer and he puts his hand out and waits for it some time passes and he starts to get worried all of a sudden a labrador comes running up carrying the hammer all happy bounding he's like ah yes of course all dogs are worthy (laughs) i'm sorry i sat through that 10 seconds (laughs) that's 10 seconds that you'll never get back yeah exactly Just like every brock lesnar title reign is time off my wow well that's how long the match against kofi will be so anyways we got um Eric Rowan and Luke Harper back together, but I'm glad it's not some silly bludgeon whatever crap. I actually right. didn't care for that. So I'm if they come on like Tuesday night and destroy Brian and Reigns, like sign me up for that. Right, that was great. I mean, just we saw let it before. Them be them. Yeah, just let them be them. Like we even saw when Rowan picked up Brian by the by the head <laughs> through the table. I mean, Rowan busted out. I don't care for the music, so maybe they'll change that again. But Luke Harper has his yeah. first name back, and Eric Rowan has his first name back. That's so. right, yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I really hope that, like, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Just let them be what they are, you know, just some brawlers that go out and just destroy everybody. Yeah. Luke Harper is such a phenomenal talent. It was a shame to see him sitting on the sidelines. Eric Rowan's got a lot of that, you know, uh, enforcer potential where with Harper he can you know exact that and really has a place to fit it just kind of seems like he's not doesn't fit right when he's not with Harper you know no Rowan on his own I don't think much of but with Harper it makes a perfect fit and yeah what I was getting at before was it reminded me of I think it was the Ascension when they like showed up and all of a sudden they had like the shoulder pads and stuff right yeah and then even when the um, the War Raiders showed up, and then it was yeah. the Viking experience. It's like, no. War Machine. War. 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 war yeah. Viking it was like, Raider why? Experience. Just let them go out there and destroy people. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my point about Bludgeon Brothers. Like, even the name Bludgeon Brothers. Like, eh. Yeah, I was not a fan. I like the logo, the double B. That was pretty cool. But yeah, that, that was, was cool. It was a silly little gimmick. So we continued the night with more Wyatt family members. Braun Strowman oh was in the main event against Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this match. I'm glad they kept it somewhat short at 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rollins hit him with three curb stomps. Braun splashed off the top rope. I caught the still photo of him in air. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't imagine? know if he's done it yet, but he uh, he can do a moonsault. Can you? Oh, yeah, I saw him do it uh, in a pool. Yes. Can you imagine though being on the mat and seeing <laughs> that coming at you? Like, I don't want to imagine. It. What do you do? <laughs> you know, you're just kind of looking up, and here's this 380 pound guy just getting closer and closer <laughs> and closer. Close your eyes. <laughs> take a deep. Well, take a deep breath so you can let it out. Oh yeah. At the right moment. I w- I've told this story before, but um, you know, when we were younger, my brother. Um, would always go to like the top of a dresser or wherever. Okay. And he'd he'd lo- he'd love to do the Swanton bomb. Jeff yeah. Hardy was his favorite. And uh He, he did it on the table. He did. 
Off a ladder. Through a table. Someone held the ladder for him. Who would that be? I don't know. I don't know, but that ref probably should be fined. Find no, him. wait, don't find him. <laughs> no, so um, he'd always tell me, lay there, and his last words would always be, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> and nine times out of ten, I wouldn't move. I'd just lay there like, you yeah. know. And then Did he, he would, miss? No, he'd do oh. fine. You know, he'd like just graze over how you do it. You'd quick flip at the right moment. Okay. And then I say nine out of ten times because the, <laughs> oh, no. the one time I would st- start to sense something, I'd literally put my elbows up right on the back of his oh. neck. <laughs> so either way, I can't imagine how Rollins was looking <laughs> oh, up and man. seeing Braun. And whoever gets that first moonsault of his, good luck. Cause yeah, right. I hope it would be a miss because I would not oh. want to mess with that. But anyways, uh, Rollins hit three. Braun break the ring. Yeah, with Big Show again. And then uh, Braun still kicked out, and then he gave him one more, a pedigree this time, and then the curb stomped. So he busted out the pedigree. It keeps Braun strong. Yeah, Braun, and then, you know, he was angry the next night, destroyed the tag team champions, right. which made them look great. Of course. I mean, and <laughs> two new champs. And yeah, then, that's what we do. We build people up just to tear them right back. Braun r- literally runs right through them, right and then he's not seen the rest of the night. Nope. So I don't know about that part, but, yeah, Rollins gets the clean victory, which I think we most expected. Yeah. And then as he's celebrating on top of the ramp, <gasps> crowd went nuts. The Fiend the fiend appears, and there is your main event for the next pay-per-view. Yowie wowie. Um, I loved it. Um, it was teased. Everyone, I, I don't want to say everyone, but it was kind of expected that this would start up. We talked about it. Commercials and all that had already been airing. I did not want Braun involved whatsoever. I like one-on-one feuds most. And now we're getting this, and we kind of discussed it real quick, but yeah. you think it's too soon. I feel like it's okay. Let me preface this real quick by saying I that, will argue it. By the way, that right, Wyndham ahead. Rotunda is a genius. <laughs> that I just want to state that I Husky Harris, Wyndham. I mean, the guy himself, the actual person, he is brilliant in the head. He knows exactly what to do and how to do it to captivate people. This guy, I would love to just meet him, just to talk to him, just to say hi. Um, I'm not. I can't see that. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he just a pick the, his brain. The reason why I th- I feel that it's too soon is because I don't know if it's time for Seth to lose the title yet, and if 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 this is just going to be another defense, it kind of weakens the fiend, and that's what I worry about. All right, to answer that point, um, yeah, Rollins just beat Brock again at exactly. SummerSlam. And I don't know if he should be losing the title. We've already talked about the whole Becky Lynch thing and the brand and the draft and all that. You know, right. do they both lose the title and go to SmackDown? I mean, there's no DQ in a cell, so there's got to be a finish. My theory, though, almost is SmackDown will probably want Rousey. I think they're already getting Brock. And Wait, what? If, what? Are you talking about Ronda now? And if Ronda goes to whatever show she is, it has to be against Becky. I don't well, care. Yeah. We need I mean, the that, one-on-one match. Yeah, that's so, going to happen. And if it's Fox, they would probably want Becky, mm-hmm. and then they would want Ronda. So, yeah. I mean, but then it's like you're loading up Fox. Like, where the, who's getting raw? Like, <laughs> USA is paying a billion dollars too. But raw anyway, gets the shaft. Yeah, yeah, right. Until the next draft a month later. That almost makes me think they're going to load up Fox, and then almost like Roman Reigns would go back to Raw or Daniel Bryan. But I don't know. It's a whole mess right now. We'll we'll figure it out in a month. Yeah. But anyways, here's my argument against why it's not too early for Fiend to get a match. First yes. of all, I would almost lean towards Fiend either A, winning, 
or B, somebody like, say, The Undertaker coming out Mm. to mess with uh, The Fiend. And the reason I say that is because that's kind of what happened after the Brock Cell match, if you remember, in 2015. Yeah. Brock won, and then Undertaker was kind of slow to get up. And then there was the Wyatt Family versus the Brothers of Destruction at Survivor Series. Right. On the 25th anniversary of Undertaker's debut, they hyped up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, and the reason I say that is because if you remember this Monday, who took out, do you remember who the Fiend attacked to end Raw? Yeah. Kane. His brother. So perhaps Undertaker will have a little issue, and if Undertaker is going to be in the mix, we already know he's going to be on the SmackDown coming up. Right. So it's like, oh. Put the Fiend on SmackDown? So, well, technically I think Bray Wyatt is SmackDown, but again, you know. Bray Wyatt maybe, but we don't know about the (laughs) That would be interesting. Mm. We don't know who's on what show right now anyways. But anyways, um, so minus a big star interfering and kind of making it a no- contest yeah so if you remember last year's cell when it was reigns and braun mm-hmm. there was no finish brock came in destroyed both of them and left them laying brock kicked down the door yeah yeah so i could see a non-finish or i think fiend is gonna win but here's why i say it is not too early okay is because it's bray wyatt right and he's not a new character this isn't too soon it's the same guy. It's the same thing. It's just a return from him. Yeah. You know, too soon he's been with the company six years. This isn't a new guy with a new gimmick. It's Bray Wyatt. I, I don't have a problem with Bray Wyatt holding the title. It's just that we're in this character of the Fiend. He's scary. He's devilish. He's powerful. And he's untouched. Like, his match with Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. He's you know, been just dominant. Completely dominant. So I, I, I almost want to see that keep going for like one or two more pay-per-views and then throw them into the mix. I'm glad you mentioned because perhaps Balor gets involved. But anyways, um, it's kind of like saying Sasha Banks, it's too soon. No, Sasha Banks has been with the company for what, five, six, seven, eight I've years? I've never said that it was too soon. I'm just saying Sasha. as an example. She just returned. Right. But it's not someone new. But I, she I, returned in a, in a in a fashion that put her in that conversation. Bray Wyatt came back with the Fiend, just to terrorize, and <laughs> I think that's what they need to do. Let him terrorize, and then put him. You know, he's been running roughshod over the whole roster for three months, and now the champion has to like the champion's kind of skirted by. You know, and now all of a sudden after he's done all this destruction now he gets his focus yeah almost like he does all this and then wins the rumble and then it's like now he wants it you know exactly see now now we're talking so yeah see they could play that up whole world in his hands are you are you saying fiend will lose or no no i just i'm saying that it's just too soon to even have that hint of him losing he you should cause I mean? chaos first and then go for the Yes, uh, that's my personal thought. But, I mean, there's, you know, there's a reason why they're wrestling and they're making, it's a billion-dollar company, and, and you sh- and I are just doing a podcast in a basement. And shoving dollar <laughs> bills down Vince's mouth from right. the Firefly Funhouse. You know, I mean, th- there's a reason why they're there and we're in a basement is because they know what they're doing. And it's the lab. It. Right. But either way, they're up there. Hopefully, you have the right writers in place that are telling this story in a way that protects the character. Yeah, and so far, I love it. Even the the pay-per-view poster, it has the split, Bray yeah. Wyatt and then <gasps> The Fiend. That looks awesome. Um, that was Clash of Champions. Not a whole lot to it. There was some eventful stuff in there, but 
you know, not a whole lot to it even before. I think a lot of this was setting up the sell yeah, and then even setting up the draft. And I think right now the whole focus is on Fox and the SmackDown debut. Um, the next, why, why would that be? What's, what's happening there, Justin? Well, actually we had something Monday night first, but that was a good segue. I tried. (laughs) I'm tempted to just go to it now. Just go to it. All right. Let's just skip over Monday. We can pop over back to Monday. All right. I like popping. We can jump around. So Tuesday night, you mentioned something happened. Yeah. We have this little, uh, Fox premiere coming up and Mm. they needed a main event. Yeah. And... What's the biggest main event you could do? Well, well, oh, whose opinion? Well, Hogan ain't having a match. Flair ain't having a match. I'd much rather see Hogan. Sting ain't having a match. <laughs> Hogan and Kofi would be awesome. <laughs> Kofi could get a good match out of Hogan, yeah. You probably could. So uh, you call Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Surprise. I didn't call it. You. <sighs> Surprise return. No, not even. Not even? No, you knew it was coming back. Surprise return Tuesday night. It. it you know, okay, now I, I'm just resigned to the fact, and this sucks, because, yeah, the dude is a sports icon. He's one of the most recognized athletes, be it UFC, wrestling, football, whatever. He's done it all. It just, I hate the fact that he is such a draw. Like, why do people want to pay money to see him? I just don't get it. Because he's Brock Lesnar and he's amazing. So anyways, so he came well, out after the New Day again defeated uh, the Rivals. just change your name to Sable? <laughs> that got, is a cool name. Someone's got a crush. A little I think bit. Someone's crushing on Brock. The only crush I have is Candy Crush. So, anyways, uh, with Brock. <laughs> with Brock. Do you play words with friends with him? Actually, I don't. I don't. I don't play any games. I've, I've told you, my phone has no apps or anything, so I don't have any of that. So, anyways, uh, Kofi and uh, the New Day dispose of Orton and uh, what's his face, the Revival. So, I think that yeah. officially ends that feud. That was kind of them putting a bow on it. Yeah. And then all comes Brock, big surprise, shocker, there it is. And, uh, yeah, he ain't so, waiting. He wants a title match, and Kofi's yeah. a fighting champion. Brock so doesn't like waiting. I, I love the fact that he told Big E and Xavier, I got this, you know. Yeah, that was he, nice. That was cool, and he stepped right up and said, I wanted it Mania, and I said I would defend it, and, you know, let's do it. <laughs> but I actually am busy that night, so see ya. <laughs> Yeah, that's, see what, that's what he should have said. See ya, October 4th, Fox premiere. We have our main event. Now we got something to talk about for two weeks versus just a bunch of legends showing up. Do we really have to talk about it? We do because, <sighs> all right. We can't just like get it all out now and then just let whatever is going to happen, happen. Well, you'll be in California next week. Yeah, that's true. So who, <laughs> who do you have winning? <sighs> you know all right. Well, I will Who make do you have winning. I will make a case for Kofi retaining. That's what? right. Hold on. What? I will make a case for. Are you it. feeling all right? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that'll happen. I'm just going to make a case for it. Okay. Um, I believe Brock's already advertised for a SmackDown in November. I think Brock's going to SmackDown. When Rollins beat him again, I think that was it for him on Raw. Yeah. I know you laughed earlier during the Superstar Shakeup when I suggested Brock going to SmackDown, but we, Fox yeah, is going to want. But it you know, makes sense, and that that's why I'm resigned to the fact that this is actually, and as much as I can't stand Brock Lesnar, this is the right move because it is putting a lot of eyes on this debut. Yeah. So um, I'm going to make a quick case. I know Brock's advertised for a November SmackDown. Yeah. But here's the deal. Is is he going to be on every week? Probably not. I mean, Fox, unless they kick in another couple million. Bully, Bully Ray thinks so. Well, 
Or or he said he should be. Well, but, sh- should be. But anyways, uh, I don't know what Bully Ray says. But anyways, um, Brock Lesnar could easily come in, destroy Kofi, kick him around yeah. for 10 minutes. And then walk away with the title and not be seen again. <laughs> no. And then just some DQ, some nonsense happens, and there it is. Now, do you want to debut on Fox with some BS finish like maybe NXT did on Wednesday? Probably not. That's not how you want to, you know, show Fox. You want to start it off with, you know, new champ Brock Lesnar holding the title and talking about how destructive he can be in yeah. all the sports and all that. Or does that give you incentive to watch next week then? Well, and here's the thing. This show takes place two days before the sell. So mm-hmm. does that mean there's not going to be a title match at the cell? Are we really are we or, really going to wait that long to start promoting a title match? Exactly. So is BS going to happen here? And then, oh, two days later... It'll be Brock and Kofi this time. Kind of like Tuesday night in Texas. (laughs) But you're right. A two-day notice, I'm not sure that would work. And again, is it really going to be tricked the Fox viewers to get the network Sunday? Is that the ploy here to get all the new viewers? And then say, hey, in two days, folks, now you get to see it for real. You could be watching football, but... Yeah, yeah, screw Fox. (laughs) Start taking shots at him right away. But anyways, so I'll make a case. Brock comes and destroys him, and Kofi retains, and then he can still be there every week as the champion. Brock can still come in as a special attraction. Fox can promote him, but they still have their champion every week. Yeah. And, uh, Which what is I believe they need to have a champion on TV. Yeah, and like Kofi tweeted, you know, another mountain, another climb. So yeah. everyone right now is already writing off Kofi, and then I'm not saying he's going to win because I don't think he should win. I know you're the Kofi fan, but I think even you would say he shouldn't beat Brock on the Fox premiere. I mean, I would love to see it. But, I, I mean, I don't great. I don't think anyone, even biggest Kofi fan, should say, yeah, he should beat him clean in five minutes. Clean. Cool. Yep. <laughs> t- and you know what? Uh, match, I mean, start, match starts... Brock runs in, misses, trouble in paradise, done. It, look, we slayed the beast again. Ha ha, get out of here. Go back to, go to Bellator. They they pay for juiced up fighters. Um, yeah, I said that. Yeah, you said that. I so, totally said that. Okay, you know what, though? I did notice something on Tuesday. Brock does appear to have lost a little bit of weight, and he does appear to be in really good shape. Well, round is a shape. So anyways, um, I will make the case for Kofi, but I think the countdown is on. Even at the pay-per-view, I think it was kind of like, all right, Kofi, another Trouble in Paradise kick. One, two, three. I was like, uh, all right, I think we're kind of done with this. So You maybe, <laughs> but you like to suck the life out of every party you go to. Wow, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> when you said suck, I didn't know where you were going. So speaking, it's a family show. Come on. Speaking of sucks, Baron Corbin is the new king of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm only kidding. Yeah. I um I love the match on Raw. We're gonna jump over to now. Um, yep. I'm very surprised how the crowd got behind Chad Gable. I mentioned this a few days ago, um, or a few weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, the crowd was getting behind Gable and chanting for him, even on the Andrade match. Yeah. And I think the tournament overall was success. Success. Whoa, sorry about that. Whoa. Yeah, family show. So I thought it was great. I thought the matches, for the most part, were very good. I know Corbin gets ripped on, but all of his matches were very good. Yeah. And in the end... We have a new king. King Corbin. Mm-hmm. He's a good worker. I mean, you know, as much as he gets ripped on, he actually... He's doing the heel thing. I mean, and that's... That's what he needs to do as if he wants to have some longevity because nobody wants to like Baron Corbin. <laughs> I don't know if they tried the face thing in, in NXT and just decided, no, you're, this is you. Yeah, he, he, when he debuted, he won, and the crowd would chant the seconds how long the match took. Yeah, I remember, one, two, yep, three, I remember that. I remember that. 
I thought that was kind of clever. But uh, King Corbin, we've talked about it. A heel works best. I mean, yeah. I don't know what Gable would really do with it besides, you know, another accolade. To right. Him, you know, yep. just saying, hey, he won the King of the Ring tournament. I mean, my my two K sixteen character has been King of the Ring. So. <laughs> I uh I'll I'll see where this goes. I mean Corbin has been better in the ring. He's not a waiter anymore. Yeah, he's, truth. I think he left Applebee's a few weeks um, ago. So even Randy Orton said that he's one of the guys that gets it, and then <laughs> promptly took it back, uh, saying that he had been drinking. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all? So um, I'm fine with it. I enjoyed the tournament. It was good stuff. So any closing yeah. thoughts on the King of the Ring? Do you want to see it return again? What do you think? Um, I'm going to be interested to see how he plays this up. Is he going to keep the King gimmick going on or is he just going to abandon and say, yeah, I was King of the Ring. So now put me in this main event thing. And then we get Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin <laughs> again. Does that mean they both stay on Raw? I don't know. I don't know. Time either. will tell. Time will tell. Maybe the SmackDown needs a king. Ooh, not Jerry Lawler. No. <laughs> Sadly, uh, no. He's got thing. He's got some bills to pay, so he's got to, you know, <laughs> go on the indies for a minute. For a minute. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump over. Didn't to- you see him at an indie show up here? Did I? I don't know. I know he's he's been to Grafton a couple of times at that what Circle B. That's or Cedarburg. Like that. Oh, Cedarburg. I mean, same, it's same thing. I know. Um. It was just announced today. Um, McFoley will be in uh, Cedarburg in April of oh, next really? year. I think it's for either the fair or something, but the event's going to be called Have a Nice Day. Are you going to go give him crap for promoting his sock charity? <laughs> sock charity, the ones I'm wearing? <laughs> but um, no, I met him and had his autograph. So, oh. I mean, but I'm just saying he'll be in, uh, you know, nearby. Do you, do you get all like, do you? When you meet a uh, superstar, do you like get all fanboy or do you? No, like, you play it cool. And... I don't. I've I've told the story before, but um, I've seen someone in the bathroom putting on their um, what do you want to call it? Makeup. I don't know what's the correct term. Who was it? Um, Shannon Moore. Smackdown oh. when he wore the yeah. It's, I don't know, but I don't know what I you call makeup. it. Makeup. Yeah, face paint. Face paint. That's a better word for it. But um, we were had um such low seeds that uh, what happened was I went in, you know, went to the bathroom. It was for a SmackDown, so it was taped. So it was just very weird. Mm-hmm. And when you go to it, you think, oh, tape, uh, two minutes. Yeah. Well, no, they take literally like a 30-second break, and it goes. And it goes back. Because remember, they insert the commercials. Right, right. Um, so You can just pause it. And... Yeah, I mean, it's a taped show. So it was just very weird. So I didn't know any of this. I'd never been to a SmackDown. This was May 2005, which actually the night before I'd went to the Raw in Green Bay. Okay. This was my oh, quote-unquote. the whole weekend. This was my quote-unquote birthday gift was Raw in Green Bay Monday and then Tuesday SmackDown. Oh, wow. Which was kind of cool. So yeah. um, what ended up happening was I just casually walked into the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, use the bathroom fine. And there right. he was doing it and all this stuff. And all I asked was, could I get a picture um, when you were done? And he said, yeah, sure, I'll uh, wait outside. Oh. So I come outside. And he's gone. No, then I leave the bathroom. Okay. And um, all of a sudden there's security guards standing there. And I'm like, Uh-oh. these guys were not here before. And because obviously I went to walk right in. Right. And they were just like, uh, sir, uh, yeah, you know, this is blocked off. Um, oh. Could you leave? And then I did sit around for a minute or two waiting for him because he said, you know, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll be a... But then after a while, you know, then I heard the, like I said, 30 seconds. There's right. no long commercial break. The so thing started up again. Him? So I, I 
Well, you totally ghosted him. No, the security Whoa. was kind of pressed. You know, they were saying, "All right, let's uh, get he's, going here." He's, that's probably why he like sank down to the levels he did because this one guy in Milwaukee or Green right, Bay, right. Milwaukee, totally stiffed him on a picture opportunity. Right, I'm sure he cares. This was or- gonna give him the inspiration to push forward to reach that next level. And you ghosted him. I think oh, he had a match on Velocity man. that night. I'm not sure, though, because they taped Velocity before. Yeah, right, right. right. So um, that it's was like also the night. Before, I've <laughs> Yes, I've told this before, but this is also the night, now that we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, this, is also, this is also the night where I knew Cena would be a star. He had won the title. This was two days after his I Quit match against JBL. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, he won the title at Mania, and then when he made JBL say I quit, that kind of cemented him. Like, right. okay, this wasn't a fluke. Yeah. He made the top heel say I quit. Bye, like, bye, he's going to be a big star. And then a week later, he was drafted to Raw. Right. So this was kind of like the finale of all the feuds going on, which is kind of cool looking back on it. Yeah. Before the draft, and everyone went haywire. But anyways. Cool. Um, again, I didn't know how SmackDown worked. So on the big Titantron, it said... Cena speaks or Cena celebration. It showed him holding the title from the pay per view. Yeah. Um, and it said Cena celebration, whatever, up next. Okay. And I think I bought his CD that night. That was the oh, night really? his CD came out. Oh, wow. And I think I, I said, I'm going to the bathroom quick and coming back. Again, I thought I had, you know, a few minutes. Right. Of, like an idiot. 30 seconds. So I get in the bathroom, everyone's standing there taking a whiz, whatever, just normal. And then all of a sudden, his music hits. You know, the opening, yeah. You know his music right away. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this, all right? Yeah. It's going to sound a little gross or anything, but okay. not exaggerating when I say this. This is when I knew he was popular. Okay. Every guy in the stalls, <laughs> without zipping up, washing hands, what? cleaning, finishing up, they just nothing. ran. They darted out <laughs> through the little curtain where we were sitting and darted and, like, pushed Slapping forward. Yeah, and push forward to, like, get close up to the barricade as he made an entrance. Wow. And I remember running in, because I was however old at this time, and I went with my mom. This was her gift to me for my birthday. Yeah. So I remember going in, and my mom, I mean, the listeners can't, you know, see me right now, but my mom was standing, looking in the curtain at me, just smiling. <laughs> you know, she had no idea what was going right, on. Right, right. You know, poor She's woman that would go to these. boy was having a good time. Just <laughs> poor, always going to these events with us and just never knowing her. <laughs> baseball and just smiling. Oh, did we score? Right. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a home run. Like, yeah. All right, but anyways, she's literally standing Your there. Your mom is a wonderful lady. Yeah, she's awesome. She's literally standing in her seats where we were. Again, it was pretty low, pretty good seats. Yeah. Standing, I don't know why, she was looking back in the curtain of where we were coming from, like the hallways. Okay. She was literally just standing there with her little grin on her face. I'm like running in like this, pointing because she's holding the camera. Always, that's when you know you had the flash camera. Oh yeah, right, right, right. I'm literally going like this, waving my finger to yeah. take pictures. Like go, go, go up to the barricade, and then she didn't know, but it was just the funniest <laughs> thing ever. So that's when I knew he was like something that was going to be lasting. Because men decided not to clean themselves <laughs> off to rush to. Meet they didn't him. clean. They didn't finish. Can you? They ma- didn't okay. zip up. So. They, Think about this. The Cena, music like, hit, and it was guys. So right. he was popular with. Think about this, like Cena. You know, slaps hands as he goes down the. the oh. Ramp. Yeah, and if the oh. oh come I on. hope he uses sanitizer. <sighs> kind of have to in that profession. I'm sorry, I told this story now. Ah, <laughs> you did it. All right, can we All can you. we move on to NXT? We can now? always move on. All right, so NXT started Wednesday nights. Obviously, the USA uh, big debut, the live show. Second I watched hour, it. Second hour was on the network. I did not watch that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I wrote a column for 11mania.com. Cheap plug. Cheap plug. It is on there. So I wrote my review, 
And it was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And not to give any spoilers away, but I only have good. There is not a bad segment. There is not an ugly segment. So I gave this all positive. So uh, the first good was the opening with Triple H. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That really got, and it almost felt like a takeover. Yeah, it was very cool how he was talking, and then all of a sudden he opens the curtain, and he he was there. Very clever uh, uh, camera work, because I think the first part of that was pre-taped. Yes, yes, it was. And then you could, there was, because there was like a little flub up when he, you didn't hear the we. The audio. You just heard R-N-X-T, and I'm like, who's NXT? (laughs) (laughs) Who? Me? Huh? Me? You? So that was very cool, and yes, you could tell, but, you know, awesome, and then he peeks through the curtain, and then uh, Ronaldo there saying, Wednesdays will never be the same again. So I I love Mark. Ronaldo, I'm really happy to hear a guy like him on commentary because he just gets it. He gets the art of it all. I loved it, and almost fittingly, the first music that hit was Io Shirai. You know, yeah. her new character, awesome entrance. That and all was that. really cool. I didn't expect that. That was very cool. The Fatal Four Way number one contenders match opened. Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, and of course Mia Yim. Yeah. I wasn't sure who would win this. I yeah, think- no idea. I think you had Candace, didn't you? I think we I I had offhandedly picked Candace just because Bianca had been there, EO had been there. Well, she was a heel, but Right, yeah. And, and Mia just lost. So. And Mia had just lost. So Candace was really the only logical one in my opinion. Yeah, I thought the match was great. It was like 10 minutes and they all went balls to the wall. No. I actually had to rewind it and watch the finish just to like make sure I saw what I saw. <laughs> and Candace won. Yeah, it was and awesome. Nice moonsault too. Very nice moment and then afterwards Shayna Baszler and her two goons came out and, you know, Yeah, I was expecting her. some uh some shenanigans on that one, but I like the the stare down cuz that just added tension to the whole. Yeah, I love it. I think ultimate heel versus ultimate face. Yeah. So it matches up. It matches up perfect. It it's almost up. like Hogan and Slaughter WrestleMania Seven. You know, evil, evil heel, happy go lucky face. Yeah, I think um, not to go ahead, but I do think Shayna will find a way to retain. Of course, maybe EO, you know, cost Candice, and they continue their little deal. Or it could be, you know, Candice needs to get a little bit more of an edge, and this is the thing that kind of pushes her off to it. Yeah, I like that she's finally breaking on her own. If you remember, her initial stuff on NXT was just Johnny Gargano's wife. And right. it's like, that's not who she is. She's, she's in way some more backstage than that. segments and stuff. So I also love the fact that there's not a takeover for a while. So this is Wednesday, October 2nd, which, as we know, is against All Elite Wrestling Ooh, on TNT. Who apparently we're going to war with. Well, apparently. So I'm liking how NXT... Why did I say we like I'm part of the company? <laughs> we. So uh, NXT is having their own women's championship match while... Yep. AEW also has Crown's their women's. There, so yeah. I wonder if they're going to be watching of when to put what. I mean, I would assume not. But, head to head, man. You know, Guerrilla Warfare, you never know how they're going to pull this stuff out. So I'm fine with that match happening now, like I'm I gonna said. I'm going to have the, the last button on my remote <laughs> worn out by the end of the night. I'm not. I can, you know, watch one later and watch one live. I don't need That's to do that. That's what I'll do, but I just wanted to make it sound interesting. Yeah. and Thanks I can totally blow my, my I'm sorry. stick there. I mean, it's just, it's just not the Monday Night Wars anymore. You know, there's just too much technology and it. I know they're trying to make it this big thing, but, you know. There's and some... I, I guess uh, DVR uh, does count as ratings. Yeah, there's DVR ratings and plus, you know, live viewers, and right. they count all that crap together. But uh, anyways, uh, Cameron. Digital age. Yes, digital age. So Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't know this guy. <laughs> Honest, I mean, I haven't been watching NXT for a he, while. He reached the finals in the breakout tournament. I Which believe was he. What? Oh, boy. He was, was that a... on NXT or was that on. I'm serious. I'm asking. Uh, yeah, and then the finals okay. uh, was on. All right, well, whatever. So he's um, 
Sorry, it's been man, an I don't impact. Have time. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I got stuff, man. I have a daughter. She takes up a lot of my time. Which <laughs> I don't mind. I love her. No, we love her. So uh we have um Cameron it's Grimes. Totally worth it. Yes. Uh it was just a quick match. He did his little double stomp. Now this dude Sean Maluto. Maluda, I've seen him a couple of times, and he's always in this position. Whenever they need a squashed character, he yeah. always seems to step up. Triple H praised them and yeah. you know said it's even if it wasn't much, it was a rep. It was something on yeah, TV. Yeah, he was there. He, he's got hours on TV. He says now. he's a fan, and that's why he's being used in all this. So right. I know, mean, good for him. At least he's getting his face out there. But it's just like he always seems to be in that yeah <laughs> do nothing position. I'm uh, glad that this happened because um, big old stomp. After a long match, you kind of need, and Cameron Grimes, if you're going to introduce characters, this is how you do it. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Quick little match here, and okay. He's kind of got a James Storm-esque about him. Yeah, and I like his hat. So Nice hat. It's a nice hat. I'd wear that hat. <laughs> I don't know if I'd wear that fedora that you got, but I'd wear that hat. That I was going to say, Cameron I do Grimes. wear that hat. <laughs> so the other good that I wrote for the column was the hype videos, yeah. and that's for next week when it's Keith Lee versus Dominic Di- Dijakovic. Di- Dijakovic. Di- Die. Ja. Ja. Ko. Ko. Vich. Vich. Dijakovic. So I'm glad that they did some hype videos. They did some different promos for people. Yeah. So that was the other good. Not a whole lot to that. But NXT and WWE in general do very good with the hype videos. And you called the last time Lee and Dijakovic met as match of the year candidate. So Yeah, I would um, suggest watching this. Even Dominic kind of sniped off at Kenny Omega, who made another dumb comment. But we yep. won't talk about that. But anyways, um, you know, pretty much hyping up his match with Keith Lee. So I, mean, I hope they tear it down. Yeah, do it. You know, if if you say you're going to do it, do it. Oh, well, yeah, if you say it, you have to do it. Yeah, or else he's, he's kind of on the spot now. Oh, they have to, and I think they will. So um, up next, another good, the North American Championship match. Wow, man. Um, The Undisputed Era have uh, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, unfortunately, lost. Yeah, and got hurt, apparently. Yeah, the uh, Undisputed Era got involved. and Like you knew they would. Like you knew they would. And it's funny because right after they released this T-shirt with mm-hmm. all the titles. So Drake they obviously gold. had it. They had this know, in mind. They had it ready. Boy, I'm so glad they got you know T-shirt artists on call that they can whip that stuff out. <laughs> yeah, they're whipping something out. But anyways. <laughs> hey, um, family show. I meant the shirt. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, anyways, Velveteen anyways. Dream put up a great fight. Great fight. Great match. What a match. I thought it was uh, a great match down the stretch. They were biting for time because their one-hour window was right on the bubble. Yeah, um, didn't I? I think I heard the ref like say, you got five minutes or like uh, something in five or something It like may that. have been five seconds because it was right at the top of the hour. So yeah. I don't know if they will consider that a success or kind of end it early, which if you notice, the second hour ended a little early, which I think may have been them kind of setting up for USA. A okay. lot of people were like, oh, it ended nine minutes before the second hour. Right. Well, you know, adding commercial time, well, guess what? That right. Year. So, anyways, um, new champion, what do you think of the Undisputed Era finally now getting all the gold? I mean, the prophecy has been fulfilled. Uh, it, I definitely think if you want a faction going on in NXT, that's the way to do it. Just give them all the gold and see how they run roughshod over everybody. Love Roderick Strong. I love the work that he put in in this match. It was really, I was in it the whole way and uh every time i had to do anything i would pause it so that i could actually stay in tune with this match love that the undisputed era came out and showed their dominance and their prowess you know and they're definitely a force to be reckoned with and of course then you got 
Adam Cole, baby. Yes, uh, very hot crowd. It almost seemed like they were cheering at the end for this big I mean, moment to happen. <laughs> they've been cheering Adam Cole since he stepped in the place, even though he's supposed to be this bad heel and all that. I mean, I cheer for Adam Cole. I love this Undisputed Era stuff. Yeah, I'm glad that they have all the titles. We will get to their position on NXT, though, in uh, three segments, which we'll get to in a few minutes. But anyways, up next, Pete Dunne. Uh, mm-hmm. Not much to it, but destroyed a guy and looked good. It was a good match. Uh, you know, it was it was a quick match, but it was good. I mean, he had a lot of like different holds. It showed how versatile he can be. He can grapple. He can brawl. He can do the joint manipulation. It's a good match. I really enjoyed it. If I had a minor nitpick, it went six minutes. Pete Dunne should probably win in less than six minutes. Yeah, I so. like the Capoeira too. I mean, that's something that you don't see a lot of in professional wrestling and i think it's something that actually could be utilized well capoeira if you don't know is a martial art um <clears throat> developed by brazilian slaves who when they were slaved uh they were banned from practicing martial arts so they disguised it as a dance and that's why capoeira is very flashy and they're doing the flips and the cartwheels and the stuff like that it's very evasive and it's elusive and if you find a capoeira practitioner they are dangerous they can knock you out quicker than a hiccup. To and that definitely uh, fits Pete Dunne. Yeah. So it's not even like, you know, Jericho trying to do the spinning back elbow when it doesn't fit him at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, like uh, this Arturo Hua, like he was doing some of those kicks and, and stuff like that that you only see Capoeira practitioners doing. It'd be awesome to see him get a little bit of a spotlight to start doing, get into that Capoeira form that is so popular with uh, those practitioners. You'd know it if you saw it. It's really cool. Do you think Pete Dunn is done with NXT UK? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely think that he's he did everything that he could over there right now. I mean, they don't have a minor title or anything like that, so really, or, or a tag title even. Um, so really, do, or do they? Do they have <laughs> I thought they did. UK tag? <laughs> I thought they did. I, don't I think I they know. just held a tournament for it. Maybe they did. But anyways, I mean, he's not part of a tag team, so that really doesn't, you know, matter. Um, I think he, you know, him showing that he held that title for what, 400 days or something like yeah. that. I mean, what can you do after that? So now it's time to him conquer the states. His match at uh, TakeOver Chicago against Tyler Bate was actually my match of the year oh, in 2017. That was a killer match. And you didn't mention my pun of Pete being done. Yeah, I was trying I was trying to ignore it uh, and hope that we would, you know, move past these traumatizing events. Very traumatizing. You know, it's we're trying to get quicker to heal. <laughs> so, uh, up next, um, Aaliyah defeated a girl's name I can never pronounce, but it's X I A Lee X- Zaya. Zaya. That's it. all right. So, uh, yeah, she she beat Aaliyah. My bad. Um, I put this as a good, if only because you know it's kind of like Cameron Grimes. If you're gonna get new talent out there, you have to put them on there. Right. You know, you can't just show up and be stars like, you know, an Adam Cole or whoever. You yeah. can't just show up and, oh, everyone knows them. So there there does need to be a little bit of this intro, introductory period. Nice job. I tried. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, you definitely, you know, when you bring new people in, you want to show them strong if that's your intention to keep them strong. If they, you know, get squashed or as soon as they get out there, who wants to see them again? Why would you keep putting them on, you know, competition? Yeah, and anytime Vanessa Bourne is on TV is fine by me. So we oh have my. Dakota Kai return next week so again another woman getting involved that not necessarily is with the title situation right There's plenty of room you know everyone can do something it's fine team kick so here is why i mentioned the undisputed era and their role on nxt okay because later on in the show 
a certain Walter showed up. Oh, really? Yes, with his goons. So uh, they came in, and I believe it's Imperium. Is there? Sounds about right. Is there Imperial or Imperium? I don't even know. So they uh, they showed up. Yeah. And they're a group of bad dudes that you don't want to mess with. And even the name Walter. Yeah. Like when he came out, um, he destroyed Koshida. He was coming out for his match. Oh, really? And just came out and wrecked everyone. And they later on got involved with the Matt Riddle and Killian Dane brawl. They're kind of the ones that started it. Yeah. So is this leading to war games between two of the top factions? Or is. That would be awesome. Are they the top faction? Oh, NXT versus UK. Well, that's what I was getting at. Because if NXT UK, again, with Pete Dunne. Right. And we'll get to it. But the Cruiserweight Championship number one contenders match, if they're like throwing everyone in there, is this like to build to something? Is this more to come? Now there's two power stables i mean with only two hours i don't know it's interesting but either way walter obviously the champion just a stud yeah just a um, big dude i saw a picture that somebody had snapped just as his hand came down on somebody's chest mm. and there is like a crater where his hand <laughs> is like nah, ow <laughs> yes just ow yeah, so you do not want to mess with these guys. Even if I do not watch NXT UK, obviously I know about them. And yeah. it's going to be interesting to watch how they interact with Undisputed Era, if indeed they are going to kind of go back and forth a little bit. But up next, we had that number one contenders match for the Cruiserweight Championship. So inserting a little bit of 205 Live into NXT. Right. The return of Leo Rush. Leo Rush, man of the hour. He defeated Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Spent about 10 minutes and fast paced, quick, everything. And Triple H gave a special shout out to Leo Rush afterwards in a press conference. I read that, yeah. And um, yeah, Leo Rush is back. Was Topanga in the audience? I don't know. She needs to get in the ring, though. <laughs> oh, boy. We won't talk about that. But anyways, um, kind of like Sasha Banks. I wrote about this in the column, but to me, honestly, it's water under the bridge. It's yeah. been so long. I don't even care why he left. I don't care about his music. I don't care about whatever contract offers or money he was turning down or whatever. It doesn't even matter. The word all along had been he was going to come back and go back to NXT at all. Right. So here it was finally happening, and now he's going to, what, face Drew Gulak? for the title is he gonna win i don't know is this gonna be on nxt i don't know but good welcome back from the crowd gave him a nice ovation yeah i mean i i, I had read that uh there was actually quite a, a surprising reaction uh he wasn't even certain how he was going to be received and i think that gave him a little bit of fire when he saw the the positive reaction to his i return. thought he'd get booed i don't even know yeah. if oni was like set up to be the heel here or what but or the face i don't know but by the end, like it or not, Leo Rush is getting cheered. So. Yeah, so, I mean, there we are. So up next was the main event of the evening. Obviously, all this took place on the network. So Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, they kind of brawled all over the place. Mm -hmm. They went outside, started brawling, and then that's when Walter and his group of goons got involved. And then the whole roster got involved. I mean. <laughs> Forgotten Son, Street Profits. Yeah. Everyone just showed up, and then it just turned into a wild brawl, and that's how the show ended with Mauro Bernardo just going nuts about everything. Because he deserves to, because Mauro's <laughs> awesome. So that's what he does. If I had another nitpick, even though I listed this as good, I would say the promotion around it was no BS, and then we got right. BS. And we got a BS ending. Yeah, in a street fight, a non-finish. I mean, come on. I, I understand it was to build to next week's rematch, but, you know, I could have done without that. So... It's next week, Riddle and Dane again in a street fight, this time for the number one contenders match. Is Riddle going to win this? Um, what Did you say it's another street fight? 
Oh, yep. yeah. Well, there must be a winner. So. There has to be. Are we actually going to get a winner this time? There better be. <laughs> um, It, it kind of seems like that's the way they're going. I mean, then you got Matt Riddle, who is apparently a face, right? And then yes. facing off against Adam Cole. That would be a pretty killer match. It'd be interesting to see what they would come up with to see how those two styles match because Adam Cole isn't the biggest guy. And to see him matched up against Matt Riddle, he's going to have to pull out every cunning trick that he can. So it'd definitely be a match that I'd be intrigued to watch. Um, I think I'd be a little more interested in that than seeing Killian Dane and Adam Cole. There's just not really much of a story there for my Yeah, taste. I think Riddle wins. The original plan for the uh, Toronto takeover was Riddle and Cole. So I think they now go to that as what it was going to do. And again, I wonder where Walter and his group is doing because Walter had talked about not wanting to move to the U.S. Right, he was happy living in Germany. So he was happy doing his own thing, NXT UK. So I wonder if they're going to just pay for a flight once a week or, you know, you I know, mean, all that. Or I don't know. There's a lot of questions right now around NXT. Kind of take a quick segue. We do know now AEW is called Dynamite. Dynamite. Boom. I know um, the obvious pun is for TNT. Dynamite, uh, if... I didn't even put two and two together. Really? <laughs> no, I didn't even think about it. That's why it was, I don't want to say laughable. I, I, I'm but... sitting there like all week. Yeah, I'm like, why do they pick such a stupid name? Like Dynamite, <laughs> like all right, well, Thunder, you know. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. And I've been trying to think because you, you, can't, you can't make a problem unless you offer a solution. Right. And I've been trying to think of a better name. And I, I can't really do it. So I, I can't, can't either. But I don't like the name, so I'm I'm trying to think of a better one, and I keep thinking of Thunder, <laughs> and I don't think <laughs> we've already can, done that. Yeah, I don't think that can happen. Velocity, velocity, or jacked, or heat, shotgun Saturday nights. There you go. Wednesday nights, but Wednesday nights main event. Anyways, to get back to NXT, um, the ratings did come out the next night. One point seven. One point one million. One point one, and um. This was uh, right in my range. Yeah. If you remember The Miz and Stone Cold I'd mentioned, and this is about what they get. They usually yeah. get a million, a little above million viewers. It's usually the fourth or fifth on the night for the cable. Right. So it's right where it had landed, right where I expected it to be, and that's what it was. So now the question is, does it drop next week after all the little hype kind of dies down, or will it drive up because now people know, oh, yeah, it's on Wednesdays each week. And then the question is the following week, AEW. Right, right. And okay, now it's a two-hour show, and now I'm guessing there's going to be something you know big announced, or they're going to do something that week. So then right. it's like, is this a baseline rating? Is this about a million viewers they'll do? What's it going to do? I saw a post where Google searches, um, NXT had more searches than SmackDown this week, Ooh. but just a little less than Raw. Yeah. So. I mean, it's the internet, so of course, internet's you know always right. NXT's mm-hmm. brand, but everything on the internet is true. <laughs> Bonjour. Everything, and by the way, I kept checking, and it they kept mentioning during the show, yeah. it was the number one worldwide trend all night. Oh yeah. So again, it's kind of a little uh, you know kind of messes with you sometimes, where it's like, oh, it must be a huge rating then. It's the number one trend worldwide all right, night. Right. And it's like, well, that just means more people are on Twitter talking about talking it. about it. And you and I were even talking uh, via text when it kicked off, and after that that first opening match. I mean, if they keep putting out matches like that, they're going to kind of blow away everybody. I mean... Yeah, you mean Cody and Sammy? I mean, do we have a reason to watch that? Is there a story behind it? I don't, but anyway... They're not really giving us any stories to follow. No, NXT, we've already got four women, and it's... You know, one thing I I actually remarked, if you don't mind... um, 
that when we started off with NXT, and I remember this as a kid, like they would bring somebody in and they would almost already have like a story started with somebody. So that makes you intrigued. Like, what did I miss? I got to tune in so I can catch up on whatever I missed. So I thought it was really cool when they start off NXT on cable and you've already got Candice LeRae and Io Shirai, like they already hate each other. So that makes your casual fan that's just tuning in be like, well, why do they hate each other? Let me go and look to see what, what caused all this, you know, because that was now in the digital age with the network and stuff, we have the ability to actually go back and look at what started all of this. Whereas when I was seven, eight, nine years old and they brought in Carlos Colon for the Royal Rumble, well, I don't know who this guy is. Turns out he actually <laughs> was in WWE or F at the time and then went down to Puerto Rico to start his whole promotion. And then we got Carlito and Epico and Primo and... You know, those. you know those people that we don't talk about anymore. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I mean, it was them. it was just interesting the fact that you know they they kept kind of that old school mentality where they bring in you know they start off a new show and you've already got storylines kind of in progress, which to me intrigues me more to want to see what's going to happen now and will I get caught up on da 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 da. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I understand that. But uh, the AEW thing, you know, they have time to, you know, they're debuting a show, so. Yeah, but we've been saying this for a while. Like, <laughs> I know. it's Double, not... or, Double or Nothing was a big super show to get you intrigued about what AEW has to offer. So then uh, All Out should have been stories introduced so that we want to watch you on TNT. Right now, we just had two super shows, and I don't know what's really bringing me to, other than the, the star power of Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, but how long is that going to last? You know, we need something to follow. We need something to keep us stringing along. We need, like, you know, we're that fish chasing after the worm on a hook. Well, we need that worm on the hook. Otherwise, we're just going to see a hook and be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, we're, we're a little too close almost to the debut episode where do they have an ace up the hole or is like... You know, is this, you know, is this the build for the TNT premiere? Right. And if they're telling all their stories like on YouTube and social media, well, that's not really going to draw people in because I like AEW. I like the shows that I've seen. I'm not paying any attention to their social media. I have no desire to watch no. 10, 15, 20 minute videos. I got things going on. I have, I'm a busy guy. I got things to do. Put it on TV. I can, you know, schedule things around that or I can put it on DVR and pay attention to it later. Yeah, and I've you know said this before. I don't watch the be being the elite. being the elite uh, road to TNT. Da 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 da. Yeah, I don't watch any of that. I never have. I right. I I haven't probably seen. Won't. I, the most I watch is Botchamania. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Matthew again, even though I, I I need to tell him I talk about him. Always a shout out to him. Now he's worth watching. <laughs> he is definitely even worth though honestly watching. I only watch every now and then. I, he's hilarious. I like, can't. The, where he gets these videos, I don't even know, man. Like, honestly, at the top of my head, I don't remember even the How last one How are some of these indie performers alive with the tables that they well, just can't break? <laughs> and, you know, kind of to d dive a little deeper, that is kind of one of the reasons I don't watch. Sometimes I will watch, and then I'll even skip the indie stuff because, yeah. you know, a lot of it is just, like, I don't want to be insulting, but a lot of it's just so bad. And, yeah, they're trying to be over the top and making and, You know, the crowd of like 20 people or whatever, right. and I will just kind of skip Some past. of these luchadors getting launched into like the third, fourth, fifth row <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to nobody. <laughs> so a lot of times I will just kind of skip until I see a WWE event and then be like, oh, I wonder what I missed or what Yeah, he's here. pretty much uh, got the format now where he puts that stuff up front. Okay. Like the AEW and WWE is like the first stuff, and then he dives into the... 
The, and he'll even like go into like old school. Like there's stuff from the eighties oh, yeah. and nineties and stuff that he puts up there. But I, I love watching it. It's it's interesting to me just to be like, that's a bad move. And then let's see the tables that just don't break. I am the table. <laughs> I saw a clip. Um, I think Charlotte tried putting Bailey through a table. Yeah. Or Bailey tried putting Charlotte through a table at a live event. I think it was either yesterday. Or maybe earlier today. I think they're overseas, so okay. you know the times and all that. Actually, I'm not even sure. But anyways, the table didn't break, so yeah. then they went to a different move to break it. <laughs> it still didn't break. Oh, no. So then they just ended it. Yeah. And then after the match, Bailey took a Kenyo stick <laughs> and started hitting the table <laughs> as a crowd chanted "Fu table." Right? Yeah. But yeah. Um. Anyways, I am the table. Uh, <laughs> so. Before we get to our final topic, I'm going to throw in some quick plugs here. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. You know it's on the 411 Podcasting Network, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, and, of course, the 411mania.com column. You can listen to us there, and you can read all my wonderful, wonderful columns. Steve, what do you got? Hey, we have The Resonant Complex. Our debut album, North Avenue, is available everywhere music is sold. You can go on cdbaby.com and purchase yourself a physical copy, or you can go to wherever digital music is sold and streamed and search The Resonant Complex. So last week, I teased a little Zack Ryder. You did. So and I forced it out of you, so I already know what we're talking about. <laughs> you forced it out of me, and I've hinted on it on Twitter, but I did write a column about it on 411mania.com. It is not posted yet. As of what Friday night it is six thirty, so is. it is not posted yet. I assume 640. it six forty. I assume it will be in the next you know day or two. So whenever you you're said list- that about CM Punk too. So hey, if you want that, it's on my Twitter account. No. But anyways, <laughs> um, if you want it, it's four one one mania dot com. I assume this will be posted the next day or two. So if not, you can follow me on Twitter at Justin Watchery. But anyways. <laughs> So I made a little thing about Zack Ryder. So here's a little confession of mine. The reason we've been doing these little stories the past few weeks is because it was setting up my column. Uh, All right? I don't care to tell a weekly story about Zack. You had me going. We're not going to do a weekly story on Zack Ryder. Totally swerved me. It's called planting the seeds. It's called getting it in your head. Why are they talking about Zack Ryder? It's because I was writing a column about him. So there's the little trick. And now you're asking yourself, why the heck are you writing a column about Zack Ryder? Yeah, more or less. He's running around the 24-7 title and standing around Mike and Maria as they announce everyone, including Rusev, as their baby daddy. Or you know. And by the way, Maury Povich teased that he's going to come on and do a paternity. <laughs> t- and they film in Stanford, so. I mean, I mean the, the, the test said that that was a lie. <laughs> I hope it happens. I think it'd be hilarious. It'd be great. That's just me. But anyways, um, so in my column, uh, my little bold proclamation, my statement, whatever it is, uh, proclaim it. Proclaim it. You're on your mountaintop. Let's hear, <laughs> let the world hear it. Is the soapbox ready? It's ready. All right, folks. Zack Ryder is a future WWE Hall of Famer. Bom, bom, bom. So when I told you this last week, you didn't seem too surprised. You actually were for this. Yeah. I mean, number one, he's been around a lot. He's done a lot of stuff. I mean, the, look at the titles that he's held. He's held both of the tag titles back when there was two of them. Didn't he? Did he hold He held ball? one with Hawkins on SmackDown. Right. Was it just that? It was just a SmackDown title? Yes. Which was the WWE Tag Team Championship Yeah, which at the time. was a messed up era. And then we had the world. I thought he held the world one too. But anyways, he's held multiple titles. He's been a U.S. champion. He was even the internet champion, which was pointless. But still, <laughs> he's been a central figure whenever they need uh, a guy to pull off a surprise win at WrestleMania and win the Intercontinental title. There was Zack Ryder. Yeah, he lost it the next day. But, I mean, 
he was there and he does stuff. So he's definitely had a contribution. And that's kind of, to me, what the Hall of Fame is really all about. Not necessarily wins and losses and who had the greatest career, but what did you contribute to the business? And it's undeniable that Zack Ryder has a contribution. Did you happen to see my column before it's been posted? <laughs> no. Did okay. I just like verbatim you? N- well, almost a whole paragraph. There's a lot of paragraphs, but one uh-huh. paragraph, yes. I wrote a lot about contributing. That's why you so, have me on the podcast. Exactly. So it's funny you Not kept just using that. I record. <laughs> I was going to say something else there, but I held I'll back. Bet. So, anyways, um, yeah, I used the word contribute a lot. And yeah. he did. And um, talking about the Hall of Fame, you know, you go through the class each year. Right. It's usually an undercard guy, a tag team, a woman, a main eventer, and then yep. you kind of go through the little list of names there. So I'm not saying Zack Ryder will headline a Hall of Fame class. Right, right. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying he's going to be a world champion. I'm not Ooh. saying any of that. But, you know, there's different tiers yeah. of Hall of Famers. He definitely could open it off. You know, he absolutely could. And I uh, mentioned this, um, well, you mentioned it, I mean, <laughs> the Internet Championship. Yeah. You know, it's funny to look back and laugh at now but this was at the time. At the time, yeah, and this was before, um, you know, the social media. The I YouTube. I don't even think Facebook was out. I think it was MySpace was the big thing. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, right. <laughs> MySpace. Um, so you know, the Long Island Iced Z. Do you even remember his oh, nickname yeah. is that? Oh, yeah. The Take Care Spike Your Hair. Every time uh, they're in New York and he wrestles on the card, I'm like, are we going to bring back IC or what's going on here? <laughs> right. And that led into the Z True Long Island story. Yep. And his YouTube show, which I write about there and I wrote about at the time. And again, ahead of its time. And, you know, a lot of people want to say the word contribute, but right. who gets the credit for the social media stuff? Who gets the credit for all the podcasts going on, all that? You could make a case that Steve it was Austin. Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you could make a case. It was Zach Ryder. Yeah. I think Matt Hardy also kind of takes it because he was one of the first to kind of interact with fans online on his own website. Oh, yeah, that's right. He used to be big on that. And... He hates broccoli, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> apparently Mattitude. he does. Yes. And that goes back to why his entrance was like that the internet, yeah. the computer screen. Right. But anyways, um, you could mention that he had a big role in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did have a run in 2010, 2011, 2012 because yeah. the show got so popular. His shirts out of nowhere started selling and he wasn't even on TV. Yeah. Right. Which tells you how that went. And yeah, he kind of did the thing with Kane and getting pushed off the stage. Well, that and he got uh, he received the broski boot from Eve Torres. He got kicked in the bro nuts in oh, WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 After losing, of course. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. And um, I mentioned this later on, but you mentioned it. Um, he always could plug in a hole. If there's a tag team, he can do it. If there's something with NXT, oh boy, sorry, I, I didn't mean your, that. Your choice of words. Anyways, yeah, yeah, you're right though. He could always fill a space. I was gonna mention something there. I caught myself. Good boy, family show. Family show. All right. So then uh, he could always go anywhere. I mean, let's not forget he even went to NXT with Mojo Raleigh. That's right. Yes, and did great there. And I bet you don't even remember this. The he- hype bros actually weren't bad on NXT. Yeah, and um. Not a lot of people talk about it anymore, but he was on ECW. He was on the Tuesday Sci-Fi Show. That's when he first kind of broke out. He had the tights where the one was completely off. Or oh whatever. yeah, 
So he even did something on there, and I He's remember it. Around. I don't remember if it was a battle royal or something, but out of nowhere one week, he won a number one contenders match, mm-hmm. and it was just a title match against Christian on TV. It wasn't a pay-per-view or anything. ECW title? Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden, they had the great match, and it was like, oh, this Zack Ryder guy might be, you know. That's when they had that silver and black belt, right? Yeah, the big yeah. silver one, yeah. I think. But anyways, so he could do anything. You mentioned the Intercontinental Championship. People yep. forget. He wasn't even in the match. Yeah. Neville got taken out. And then all of a sudden Ryder's in there. And it's like, well, he's and just then a body. He won it. Right. And then he won it. <laughs> yep. He scales the I mean, he lost it the next night. But still, I mean, he's been there. <laughs> yeah. And he had a great moment. It was the first time his music was played at a mania. At a mania. His dad was in the front row watching. His dad was, who was there. more Jack than he is. <laughs> and I mentioned this in the column, but in a company that touts... Oh. In a company that touts too soon WrestleMania moments as a big deal, right? Zack Ryder, if had you one. he had not one, and you could argue if you want to include the Eve kick in the <laughs> but he actually has three. And it's a moment, so we forget about it. But he just had a moment this year. Him and Kurt Hawkins ended the defeated streak oh. and defeated the revival. That's right. So another win, and they were in the the area where he grew up. And remember, all the New York people were winning. Right. Oh the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So again, if you want to tout WrestleMania moments, he's got them, and he that's a big thing him. that you can always air on a video package. Absolutely. So that was cool. He's been in tag teams. He's been solo, and you could even mention he was at the forefront of the social media era. Absolutely, he was. So I even say all this as not even a fan of the guy. Right. <laughs> I don't care for the broski stuff. I'm not a Jersey Never guy. Never been a or fan of it. Yeah. Don't even care for it. But action figures could take him or leave him. And now he's doing the action figure show, which is great, by the way. But I was for not some. gonna. St- <laughs> if he likes big boss man figures. I mean, the stick was broken, dude. Yeah. <laughs> or Kali figures he wants to load up on. That I can't even understand. But anyways, I say all this is not even a fan, but no, we're not doing a weekly segment where we talk about Zack Ryder. <laughs> this was to set up the plant the seeds. It's totally leading us astray, man. To have this column, so this was a little ploy. I'm sorry. I need the guy from Portugal to, like, trash talk you now. <laughs> Portugal. Ring in. Weigh in with your two cents. I have plenty of people that trash talk me. I don't need anyone else. Yeah, but in Portuguese? <laughs> I wouldn't know great. what he was saying. I don't, I don't I'll get my cousin to translate. She lives in Brazil. All right. That is awesome. So that's my big story on Zack Ryder. Whenever the column drops, you'll probably disagree or agree. But either Let way. Let him know, everybody. Let him know. <laughs> and then I ended, actually ended it. Here's my final sentence. I'm going to give a little spoiler here. Oh, no. I said, all joking aside, because I made a Mojo Raleigh joke, but <laughs> yeah, I wrote, even he could make Mojo Raleigh semi-entertaining. Oh. Anyways, I said, all joking Former aside. Green Bay Packer Mojo <laughs> Raleigh. Yeah, who's still screaming in a mirror about, you know, do something or whatever he was doing for a while on like Raw. With the, he was had the blue mark on his face or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Anyways, so my closing line is, all joking aside, Zack Ryder has done a lot in his career, and even when it's over, he will do one more thing be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Woo, 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 you You know know it. So that was my big close. So uh, that is how we're going to end this column a little, or I mean not column. This column? Uh, I mean podcast. So that's how I ended the column. But anyways, um, any closing thoughts on Zack Ryder or AEW, NXT, any of the fun stuff coming up? I'm really excited for this NXT versus AEW thing. I know we say it's not a war and Kenny Omega put his foot in his mouth. Um, <laughs> which, I, you know, and I say that being a Kenny Omega fan. I the I haven't seen a whole lot of his matches, but every single one that I've watched I've enjoyed. So I, it was kind of disparaging. And I think you even tweeted about it, that these type of comments are not going to help 
AEW. I'm kind of sick of the pot shots. Let's <laughs> let's be done with it. We talked about this months ago. The yeah. pot shots, the destroying the throne, all that stuff. You know, it's funny. It's interesting. It's, it was good for when it's when for what it was worth at that time. Now we're moving into actual serious competition here. Let's get serious about it. Yeah. So earlier, my uh, I was showing you my phone. My my home yeah. was calling me. Oh, okay. And now my boss is calling me. Oh, well then. <laughs> and they can both be ignored. But anyways, oh uh, I'll call him after. But anyways, um, the thing about it was, yeah, he wasn't know, sick. He was doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just called you out. I, I can't make it. <laughs> oh no. But anyways, um, yeah, you know, it was interesting at the time. It was funny, you know, the Moxley debut. It made sense, take the shots. But right. it's getting weekly now. It's getting time. And I did tweet about it. I said, working or not, you know, whether he's in character or not. Right. You know, these comments aren't helping him. It's just looking petty at this point. You know, we get it. We know how it goes. It's just, it's kind of tiring at this point. So if they want a war, whatever you want to call it. I think they'll both do great. I think they'll both yeah. get ratings. They'll both be happy with their networks, and that's gonna, all that matters. They're going to bring in sponsors. They're going to make everybody lots of money. And Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of room for both companies. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Again, and, and you know what? It's only going to be good for us as fans because yeah, we're going to get quality wrestling entertainment. Yeah, and you mentioned it. In the digital age, you can watch both. You can support yeah. both. I think it was even CM Punk who was just like, don't get tricked into right. thinking there's this head-on battle where you can do whatever. I liked what he said in that. He's like, you don't have to choose. You can watch <laughs> Yeah, don't listen to their propaganda, guys. Yeah. You can be a fan of everyone. But the Omega comments, yeah, not doing so well. I would tweet him, but, uh, yeah. He doesn't pay attention. Well, I was going to say he... Uh, you know, did he block you? <laughs> I don't oh. even know what happens, but sometimes I there's people where I don't say a single word to or tag him in anything. He totally blocked you, and then I'll go to their page because I do want to either say something or and you can't see Jack, or I do want to um what's it called you know comment or I want to see like oh what what are they up to now where I'll look again I don't follow any wrestlers right if you go to my page that's a truthful fact right there so there's times where it's like okay I'll go to so and so's page and be like what are they up to. And I'll be like, well, what the heck? <laughs> I didn't say anything. What did you do, man? So what did I, you do? I do wonder, you know, sometimes who reads what I write in my columns. I mean, and, somebody reads something. Because if I don't say anything, you know, it'd make no sense. But Let's see if he's blocked me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious now. It is interesting. Or is it just like a random? Well, yeah, you go to, you know, some people. It's like, I have not talked to this person ever or said a word. And then it's like, and, you know, and then you think, oh, I did write in my column something, you know, but, yeah. you know, not saying they read it or anything, but, you know, some do. No, I'm following them, actually. <laughs> oh, there you go. You yeah, didn't even know nope. you were following them. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of one of the points I don't follow a lot of guys is because, you know, after a while you're scrolling through 100 people and it's just like. Yeah, that's true. And then you don't even know you're following the guy. I mean, come on, that kind of proves my point right there. <laughs> if you didn't he even was know. Uh, on One Sports and. Uh, Wherever that is, that China or Japan? I I don't know. I know he loves Japan though. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, the comments, the whole thing starting up. I'm looking forward to it also, but you know, not necessarily for all the pot shots and yeah. You know, I'm just excited to see what each company can bust out. That's and crazy. Kenny Omega blocked you. <laughs> yeah, I never said that. So uh, I'm gonna end it here with some plugs. Um, Plug it up. I'm gonna. Wait, plug it up. I mean, you got to uh, do it, right? I got to do it. So for get paid, uh, paid. So four one one four set wrestling podcast. You already know that four one one podcasting network. You, you know also it. know that you know it. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube. I say those real fast, so I'm gonna say them again. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and of course YouTube and four one one mania dot com. That's the website right there. Steve, let them have it. 
Hey, I won't go as fast. Uh, we got The Resonant Complex. You can find us at theresonantcomplex.com. You can go to Reverb Nation slash The Resonant Complex. You can go to youtube.com slash trizzlepop3. I know that's weird, but just search The Resonant Complex. You can find us. We have videos. We have a CD debut record. North Avenue is available everywhere music is sold. You can find it on all digital services and even find yourself a physical copy on cdbaby.com. Just look for The Resonant Complex. Fast is my middle name. We are going to listen to some Resonant Complex right now. Hit it. Some anarchy Being crushed by the golden weight of countless heroes We worship five sisters, but we're 